Hey fam, it's Mariah, and welcome to Calvary Conversations, where we simplify God's word to reach today's culture by casting down arguments through real, radical testimonies and biblical conversations. Now let's get started. Welcome to Calvary Conversations. My name is Mariah, and today I will be interviewing my three friends, Carissa, Christy, and Christian. Woo! I'm excited. They're excited. And before we get started, we're going to have the man of the room. I'm not talking about the Lord, because he's here too. Uh, but Christian Sanchez, he will hey. pray for us. So, Perfect. All right, so... Heavenly Father, we just come before you today, and we just want to give you the honor and glory. Thank you, Lord, for getting us here safely and soundly, Lord. We just pray that you will just bless uh, the words on our lips, Lord, that Holy Spirit, that you'll speak through us, that you'll give us the words to speak. Mm -hmm. Lord, we just pray that you will bless everyone here, everyone who's working behind the scenes, and and everyone has, has been a part of this, Lord, to make this happen, Lord. We just bless them. And, Lord, we just pray for just a wonderful time. We pray for a wonderful conversation. And, Lord, that we'll be edified, each and every one of us, through this. So we just give you all the honor and glory today, and we thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 All right, so if you guys don't know why we're doing this, I am interviewing our podcast team. So we have a new podcast team because... Your girl needs a lot of help. And they are helping me with the graphics, the social media, uh, research, and all that stuff. So get excited to meet the team. I'm sure you guys already met Ashley and David. If you haven't already, go back and watch that video. But without further ado, we got first Christian Sanchez. Woo! Hola. <laughs> we got Carissa. How do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Garcia. Well, I was thinking of the email. And then we have Christy Dabdu. Yes. No, no. Megan, I am, I'm not the best with last names, but anyway. <laughs> so we're going to start with Christian. Christian, how did you hear of Calvary or Valley? And just maybe like lead into like a little bit about like your upbringing, but we'll get to your testimony, some other podcasts, and this is going to be a shorter episode. So spark notes and then how you came to Calvary. Okay, so um, I guess the brief testimony is I've, I've always been raised in the church. I kind of grew up knowing, knowing the Lord. Um, I went to Christian school by God's grace and mercy, so I was able to have a Christian education, but um, I did also go to public school as well, so um, that was kind of in my later years. Uh, but, yeah, I've always been involved in church, uh, more or less, until I moved to Arizona. Um kind of fast forwarding when I came to U of A, uh, my sister and I came down here um, in about 2016 and I did my degree in architecture. So I am an architect in training. Woo! So currently working towards licensure, um, but I do architectural work. Um, so I design buildings. We've worked on churches. Um, the, the office I work at does a lot of historic preservation and um, we like to do a lot of community-based design. So it's really fun. And in terms of how we came to Calvary River Valley, um, my sister Ashley, who we look nothing alike, but <laughs> <laughs> throw that in there, but that's my sister from last uh, last episode. Um, she uh, got in touch with a friend of hers that she used to work with named Allie Lewis, who mm -hmm. you will also be <laughs> seeing in a future episode. Uh, but she got in touch with Allie because uh, she felt led by the Holy Spirit that we needed to be involved in a church. And... Um, 
we were hearing a, a pastor of ours uh, that we had followed online for years, and um, he always was saying how we can't forsake the fellowship of believers. And in kind of our naive sense of uh, kind of how we are, um, I thought we could kind of do it on your own, but the re- reality is you really need Amen. accountability. You really need um, friendship and relationships with other believers, especially for me. I needed other men around me. Yeah. Um, and so we ended up, uh, my sister ended up coming first, and she went on a Wednesday night. So come on Wednesday nights Woo! to your churches because I think that's the most intimate time you get to meet people who you don't normally uh, get to see at church because on Sunday it's kind of like everyone's, there's so many people. So there's people meeting and new people. And um, on Wednesday night it's a little bit more laid back, more pared down, and it's a little bit quieter. So you get to really know mm-hmm. um really the helpers of the church and just also people who just come in for their first time and just become an opportunity to witness to them. So my sister came during Wednesday night, told me, wow, Christian, they actually did an actual Bible study. They went Mm. scripture by scripture, verse by verse. They were actually studying the word, not just doing a quick sermon. And they brought out a concordance. They went into kind of the depth of biblical study and that was something that we had been wanting because a lot of churches that we went to go and see, um, you know, like I think the American church in general mm-hmm. has kind of become like baby formula mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. It's there's no yeah. substance. You're seeking, um, you're, you're yeah, like what Chris saying. You're seeking the meat. Like you want you want more. You're and having grown up knowing the word, having grown up being involved in church, I knew the kind of general scriptures that kind of everybody mm-hmm. knows more or less. And mm-hmm. um, so for me, that was something that yeah. I was. We were both wanting. Yeah. And so when she said she found that, she's like, Christian, you got to come. And so she's like, the you the young adults are having a a Friday night, and ah! this is like in a January. Yeah. So I went. I remember I was so nervous. And then everybody always meets David first at our church. So we met <laughs> David and um, <laughs> he was so great. Like, uh, and he was just interested in just actually learning about me. And I hadn't had that, you know, usually um, I'm kind of, I like sharing about myself, like not in an egotistical way, but if somebody has a genuine interest, like, oh, you do architecture. That's really interesting. Like it becomes mm-hmm. something I like to share that with people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I ended up meeting, and I think we just were like the loudest. Uh, yeah, we, were. That we were the loudest there, and we were just laughing. And then I remember I saw Ryan and uh, Pastor Morgan, and they're like, "Somebody had a good time <laughs> <laughs> when I was leaving." No so, alcohol involved. No, there's and and it's exactly what I liked. Um, and I, I and I guess for me, I wasn't into drinking. I mean. I've had, I had my mojito <laughs> for <laughs> every once in a while, but I tried the club once. I hated it. I f- it was just for my 22nd birthday. Mm. Like to me, it was such a waste of money and time. And I said, people literally do this. And I'm thinking this is the greatest thing. Like I'm so excited. It was such a waste for a new year's Eve. Mm. I would have rather stayed at home, done my own thing. Um, but not kind of bringing it back. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I really, as growing up, I really took the Bible seriously. I took people when people said they were a Christian seriously, mm-hmm. even to my, I guess that would be kind of a detriment because I didn't, wasn't always a fruit inspector. So what 
because I, I confided when someone mm-hmm. called themselves a Christian, I felt that they meant it. And I know not everybody's perfect, but I think growing up in the church, I used to really confide when people were a Christian. So um, I guess that will come more in a later discussion yeah. of kind of how I've gone through that and part of um, me kind of, I guess, uh, growing kind of maturing as a Christian. Um, But yeah, so outside of that, I work in architecture. I do um, kind of the creative direction for Calvary Conversations. Mm, I've been doing the church. I worked on the church website last year Mm -hmm. um, and I've been doing the graphics. So I've been practicing (laughs) before this (laughs) opportunity. So I've added to the resume. So and so I work in partnership with Carissa on the social media and developing the graphics and yeah so it's it's really fun because you know um i can help in an area that i feel like i can meaningfully contribute in and not feel like i don't know what i'm doing like Mm. it's 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 really awesome to be able to help out and kind of see where things have progressed and this has kind of been a long time in the running you know we've been talking about this over several months to kind of get this off the ground uh, this season too so it's really wonderful to be a part of it so yes and I don't know what I would do without Christians so I'm very thankful for my brother from Amen. another mother and um now we get to have his partner in crime Carissa she does social media but Carissa can you give us a short little bio but Dear then God. how you came okay. to Calvary um let's see I did not grow up in a Christian home Um, I, yeah, there was no upbringing, um, with any kind of religion. I like knew there was, we had like this idea of, you know, my family is like, Oh God, you know, but there was nothing like in our family and the Lord uses all things, but I was invited to a youth group. Um, I went for the wrong reasons cause the guy was really cute. (laughs) So, but you know what? Again, the Lord uses all things. And so I ended up going, I went to a youth night and, um, I remember, just sitting there and I literally sat away from him. I was like, I don't even, I'm not even here for you. I was like, what is happening? And I just like sat down and I remember, um, just like, I think really just listening to worship music for the first time. And so this, I'm going to try to wrap it up, but I saw this girl sing and I'd been in theater all my life. I'd been singing all my life. And I was just like, wow, it'd be so cool one day to like sing for God, Mm. which now funny now seeing like the Lord has called me lead worship. Mm. Um, but at the time I was like, I want that. So I came back and I talked to my friend and like the guy was there and I was like, I don't even know who you are. Like, I just was like, I need to more, like more about this. And so I started coming and then around that time, um, I got my license and my family did not want to come to church with me. So I would go by myself. So Mm. I'm actually really used to like just this whole journey by myself, really. Um, so I just went to church and I remember sitting down and actually brought my little sister with me Mm. and I remember sitting down and he gave an altar call and it was literally like one minute Mm. I was like in the seat and then all of a sudden I was like up front and people Mm -hmm. were like patting my back and crying and I was like why are you crying why are you touching me like what's happening and then they um you know I said the prayer and then they gave me the bible and then that was it and so this is also part of the reason why I have such a heart for like the next generation so I've worked with like younger adults. Um, and then I've worked in youth ministry, I've served in youth ministry too. And so I really have a heart for like mentorship and discipleship. Cause I saw how, because I was absent in my life, I literally was like, I'm saved. But all my like Christian friends were doing things that were not, um, 
honoring to the Lord. Yeah. And so I was just like, cool, like I'm going to heaven, like this is great. And I just did whatever I wanted to in high school. And it wasn't until my parents' divorce that really broke me. But even then, I am a very stubborn child. And <laughs> um, the Lord still was trying to get my attention. And I just kept running. And I was just like, no, like, I, I don't want to give up everything, you know. And even the, the divorce still got me to a place of like, uh, okay. And so I ended up... Um, Again, like going to church, but because I was working, I was either going to church in the morning and then I was working at night or I was going to night church and then going to work in the morning. Mm -hmm. So somehow I just knew it was like the Lord was beckoning me and I went and I even attended like a women's study and other things, but no one like cared to like help me. I was like, I don't, can you help me read this Bible? And a little women's study, I was like, what does that say? I don't know Mm -hmm. how to interpret this. And there was nothing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't know what I'm doing. So um, I ended up um, working at Sports Chalet, and the Lord paired me with this brother who now him and his wife are like my older brother and sister in the Lord. Mm. And he ended up telling me about Bible college. And I was like, dude, no, I'm a heathen. Like I drink, I have tattoos, like I cuss, like there's no way, like Mm -hmm. I'm, this is no, I'm literally going to be like kicked out. And he ended up just telling me about Bible college. And he's like, you have an understanding of God. He's like, but I don't feel like you, like no one's ever taught you like the Bible or like scripture. And I was like, literally no I like I I don't know how to do this and so I told him that I would meet with his buddy to talk about Bible college because I just felt like this stirring of like I I feel like I need to do it so I ended up meeting with him and he was like okay he's like so you know share a little bit of your heart and I was really honest I was like I don't I don't have like a solid relationship I don't know how to read the Bible like I don't even have like a prayer life like I don't even know I'm sitting in front of you at this coffee shop like Mm. and so he like prayed for me and he was like you should pray about attending our campus overseas and I was like uh no like I've never got a Christian camp I'm again I'm literally going to be like the heathen of the Bible college like Mm -hmm. I was like no I'm good and he was like well can we pray so we prayed and then um this guy came through the coffee shop and he was one of the directors of the um campus in Mallorca Spain so he was like you should talk to him and I was like why no like just let me like let me be and so I ended up talking to him and he was like you know you should apply. We need someone who speaks Spanish. We could use someone who just like, you know, who just wants to study the Bible. Mm. And so I was like, okay, I'll like, I'll pray about it. Well, I did not know, again, didn't know scripture that Spain was in the Bible when it talks about how Paul wants to pass through. And so I was like, okay, God, if you want me to go to Bible college in Spain, like make it very clear. Literally, I opened that passage. And again, I don't really know scripture. So I was like, oh my gosh, is this you? So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like I'm going to, I'm going to apply and see what happens. So long story short, I applied one week. The second week I was accepted, and the third week I was on a plane. And I said goodbye to, like, all my friends. We had, like, a party, which, again, I was like, why, Lord, why do you even love me? Like, we had a party. It was, like, a going away thing. And it was, like, go find yourself. And I was like, I don't know what this Bible college is, but okay. And um, it's really cool because the picture that the Lord gave me was I left the States 21, and I arrived in Spain 22. And it's such a picture of being a new creation in Christ. Cause already on the plane, I was like reading my Bible. I was like praying. I was like, I want to know, like, I want to know how to have this relationship. Like I just like need to know. And so I arrived at the Bible college and already it was like, there was a, there was starting to um, be a work in my heart. There was a work that the Lord was mm-hmm. doing. And it was really humbling because all the girls grew up in a Christian home mm-hmm. and then all the guys were fourth semester. So I literally was like, help me help. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to do this. Like, So it was really sweet how the Lord 
sent people to come alongside and like mentors and and all these things and so I would like wake up super early at like five in the morning for my coffee shift um, and I would go uh, meet with um, one of the ladies and she would help me go through scripture and then I was like what's a devotional like mm. I like I saw a girl have that and I like what, what do I do and so she you know taught me how to do that and then um, one of the guys knew I sang and he was like hey can I talk to you about you know maybe doing worship and I was like I know one band Hillsong and I don't know how to lead worship like that is entirely different and he was like can we just like talk and stuff so I was like okay and so we prayed and we talked and then um he was like well I want you to pray not like in the Lord's timing he goes but I would I would like to see you do that and I was like oh gosh okay so low like long story short I just saw a work um Mm. that the Lord was doing and one day my pastor in Spain um one night we're having like a koinonia night and it was like worship and afterglow and time of prayer And I remember he was like, you know, you may have, um, you know, this idea of who God is and you might be saved and you might think you're going to heaven and you're set. He goes, but do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Mm -hmm. Do you have that abiding relationship? Do you live a life surrendered to him? Mm -hmm. Is your will crucified, you know, to the Lord's? And I was like, no, literally I've been living for myself, but like thinking like, yeah, I'm going to heaven. Like we're good. Mm -hmm. So I remember bawling and just like going up there and crying. And then they, I told him, I was like, I want that life. I don't know what it means. My family's didn't think I'm crazy. I was like, but I want it. Like everything I've gone after is so empty. Even though I thought I had this seal of approval, I was so empty. Like just everything I was doing, like partying and dating and like trying to like be super like perfect student in like, college. And I was like, everything is just so like, it's not worth it. Else, yeah. And so I ended up, um, you know, um, praying. And then they were like, okay, like, let's pray. And I'm like crying. I'm like, oh, I'm scared, but okay, here we go. And um, then they were like, do you want to receive like, um, you know, the Holy Spirit? And I was like, I want everything. <laughs> like, I just give it to me. So we prayed. And then it was like, the next day it was like, I went to read with my mentor. And all of a sudden scripture was like making sense to me. Mm. And I was just like, there was like a transformation. I felt like literally, you know, like when someone's like dead and then they like come to life and it's like all gold and shiny. Mm-hmm. I felt like literally like I was gold and shiny. Mm. And um, I told you I talk with my hands. <laughs> and um, so then I was like, okay, like uh, this is the life that I want. And it was right then and there where it was like the testings and the trials came because um, just different things started to happen. But I had a good support system of people that were walking alongside and praying. And so, I was there the first semester, and I was like, I'm staying. I'm not going home. Like, I don't want to deal with the the world again, you know? And so I was like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to be an intern. And my pastor was like, um, he was like, oh, okay, like, what's the Lord showing you? I was like, I think I have to go home, but I'm scared. So they prayed for me. I went home that summer, and I got a job, and I knew that I was going back. And I was just like, Lord, like, I, I literally was, like, in my room studying scripture, like, all day, all night, because I was like, this is my lifeline. If I don't have this, I'm literally going to fall or I'm going to go back to my old ways or I'm going to go back to the things I used to do. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it literally like, I was like, this is it, breathe it, eat it, everything. I was like, this is all I need. And um, then the time came where I got a call from the campus in Spain and my parents were like, okay, that was great. You found yourself, like, you're kind of weird. Um, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you like, don't drink anymore. You don't do all these things. And they're just like, it's kind of weird, but whatever. And um, I ended up like telling them, I was like, I really feel like God's calling me to go back. And they were like, yeah, okay. Like, and they're like, we're going to need like a scholarship or whatever. And I'm thinking like, well, who am I? I literally was like the least of them all. Like, I didn't know anything. There was other people that were gifted. And the Lord was just like, do you trust me? You know? And I was like, okay, like we're going to do this. And Mm -hmm. so my parents were like, okay, we'll go back to university, whatever, whatever. And I literally was like, 
no. Like, I don't have a car anymore. I don't know where I'm going to, like, you know, I'm not going to go to school and I'm not going to go buy a new apartment. I was like, no, like, I know he's called me to finish Bible college. And they were like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm just going to wait. He's going to provide. So I ended up getting a call from the campus in Spain. And they were like, so we were praying and the Lord gave, um, you know, we were praying about a student that was supposed to return. And the Lord gave three people a name. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking like, I'm going to rejoice with them and whoever it is. And I was like, oh, it's this girl. I know it. And they were like, and it's you. And they're like, so I want to give you a full scholarship. And I was like crying. And they're like, pack your bags, girl. Let's go. And again, I left in like three weeks and told my family. And they were like, wait, you're supposed to go to college or whatever. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm leaving. Here we go. <laughs> Grabbed all my stuff, grab my little Bible, whatever. And was back in Spain. And that was the mm -hmm. time where I really mm -hmm. learned what it meant to serve. Mm -hmm. You know, at first it was kind of like I was studying the Bible and I was getting through classes and still serving. But this time it was like I came with a heart to serve. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted to help and I wanted to mentor, you know, and all these things. But I really was like I was serving the coffee shop and the Spanish ministry, the homeless, like anything. I was like, I, I know what this is. Like, I've been here the first semester. I'm ready. So um, I was there that second semester, and that was also a semester where I was baptized in the Mediterranean, which is like, oh, so the coolest thing. I'm so grateful for that. And then I ended up, um, oh, my first semester going to Spain and Italy and Greece. And it wow. was when I arrived, when I got back in the second semester where the Lord confirmed um, my call to full-time ministry, but also that he gave me a heart for missions. Um, whereas now the Lord is, is giving me a different perspective of what that could mean. Yeah. Um, I was like, I am foreign, we're going to foreign missions. <laughs> but now he's done so much that I'm yeah. like, it's everywhere I go, yeah. you know, and everywhere I go and preach the gospel, that's my mission field. Amen. And so he's really, again, I'm a stubborn woman. He's literally had to change my heart in that, what yeah. that looks like. But that was a time where the Lord called me to, um, gave me a heart for that. And so I ended up mm. serving going to school, all these things. And then I wanted mm -hmm. to stay again because I was like, I, I don't want to go back home. <laughs> I don't want to go back home. And um, my pastor again was like, hey, he's like, what has God shown you about going back? And I was like, I feel like I, I want to stay again, but I know I'm supposed to go back. And I was like, I'm tired of going back. I just want to stay here. And so he was like, well, tell me what he showed you. And so I was confident and I shared scripture and everything. He's like, good. He's like, because this is where I'm like, Lord, I don't know how you do these things. But he was like, good. He's like, because the director of the California campus heard about you and wants to give you a full ride. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And that to me was just like, that's the Lord providing because I didn't have that support. I didn't have that. And so the Lord's like, I got you. We're going to mm. we're going to do this. Amen. So I ended up going to the California campus and doing a semester there. But it was different because I was studying mm -hmm. the Bible. I was serving the Lord in ministry, but also I was running into family and I was running mm -hmm. into the past and I was running into old friends yeah. and that was um what it, like that was a true testing of counting the cost and yeah. it was like saying goodbye to a relationship saying goodbye to some friends and not in a bad way but just knowing like we have we don't have this in common anymore and you like this is uh, what does what fellowship does light have with darkness you know mm -hmm. not to be rude to them but it was like you aren't my tribe you mm -hmm. know so it was very, you know, counting the cost of what that means. And it's, you know, different relationships, your family, different relationships mm -hmm. with people that were like you love, like your, that were your friends, that were the people you hung out with and having to face your past when you run into mm -hmm. someone at the store and they're like, oh, like you don't do that anymore. And it's like, nope, nope. I, I love Jesus. Mm -hmm. He changed my life. And so, yeah, no, I'm not going to that party. Thank Amen. you though. You know, and just being able to be like, but can I tell you, like, mm -hmm. can I tell you about this? Um, mm -hmm. Some of them were like, yeah, no girl, like 
right on, but no. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, all right. So like even that was just the the start of what um, I really, really felt like the Lord was showing me what it means to count the cost to mm-hmm. follow him and to yeah. let things go and to reckon those old things dead. You yeah. know, in that passage he gave me too of those who do not hate their mother or their father are not worthy to be my disciple. You know, yeah. and I was like, Lord, what are you telling me? But it was to honor them as best as I can, but to be obedient to the Lord. Mm. And so that was my third semester, and I thought I was going to wrap up my fourth, um, and um, the Lord had a different plan. And so I ended Mm. up being on staff. I ended up serving at the college and the conference center, and I was able to attend all the conferences, like all of them, the missions conference, worship, the youth conference, everything. So I felt like that was a beef, like the Lord beefing me up. And Mm then um, my first, like, missionary journey was to Nashville. And then I got the call to go there, and I served there um, in ministry about four years. Mm -hmm. And then got the call to go back overseas to Mallorca. Was all jazzed about that. And then the Lord told me to go home to be with family. And so I moved to Virginia for what I thought was a time. And then God, in his ways and his timing, closed the door. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up staying in Virginia but um, the Lord did such a work there mm-hmm. and, um, you know, saved my mom, mm-hmm. praise God. You, God. Um, and just like, I saw him do different things there too. Yeah. Um, and then from there is when he started to show me that I was going to be moving west. Mm-hmm. And I assumed California. Don't lean on your own understanding. Trust the Lord. Do not lean on your own understanding. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, it's California. And the Lord's like, no, it's Arizona. not. Like, be, be open. So I ended up coming here in April to survey the land and to pray and to just um, – Pray for the hearts that were here and how mm-hmm. the Lord wanted me to minister. And then, um, and then, yeah, he confirmed it. And then, and I'm here. So, yeah, that's a little bit wow. of my story and how the Lord has done all these things. But um, that's my, like, testimony you and story. You just of got a amazing. job here. Yeah, and I just got a job yesterday. Praise yeah. God. Woo. So the Lord, again, in, like, education. So mm-hmm. I feel like he's also trying to, it's almost like different tools in your ministry belt. You know, I didn't think yeah. I would go in education because that's not even my degree that I'm going for. But um, I just see the Lord just like, hey, are you um, open to this? Let's go, you yeah. know. And so, um, so yeah, that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Now you're here little, and you help with story. the social media. You yes. help with all the um, different graphics kind of with Christian. Yeah, and then you're really good at just helping me out with things, too. Because when you've been looking for a job, you... Yeah are just also doing school right now so it's been mm-hmm. cool just all the help and then you mm-hmm. lord willing one day here leading worship and then helping with youth ministry and coffee bar stuff and chris can do it all she's yep. very talented that's true. The lord. That Literally is so true. The and lord. chris is an excellent planner and scheduler even Stop, though even though i'm really yeah. hard like i i thumbs down her text i thumbs down her text messages but she 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 has a great sense of humor but yeah mm-hmm. she's a she's so organized she helps us stay on top of things yeah. and it's just such a blessing to Everyone have you. needs a carissa yeah we need a carissa in our lives we became friends in one day and we talked the first time for five yeah, hours yeah we literally six hours. yeah it was after women's study and then we went to coffee for literally like four hours yeah and we talked about everything um yes. It's different because you don't really find, like, for me, I don't really find women who are in full, want full-time ministry like I do. So uh-huh. it's good to have a sister. Yeah. I was like, oh, she gets it. And, like, the way you were talking and, like, with scripture and, the, like, all this stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, she gets it. Like, serving, like, what it's like. And I was like, 
wait, she like knows. She knows yeah. this. But and then you did a yeah. singles ministry, like mm-hmm. led that for women, just yeah. to, like letting women know, like you don't have to be married mm-hmm. to still find your purpose. You don't have to yeah. always be waiting. And I love you give that analogy to like a waitress or a waiter for yeah. men waiting and serving the Lord still yeah. while you're waiting for that. So, uh, okay, we get Miss Christy, Christy in the house. Woo. So, Christy, little bio, how you came to Calvary, and what you do with the podcast. Um, Let's start with my upbringing. So, I was born and raised in Nogales, both Nogales. Well, I was ra- born in Nogales, Arizona, raised in Nogales, Sonora, and my family is Catholic, and I'm not going to go into my testimony too much, um, but so I was raised Catholic, and then I got into the New Age as I got older, and so I was always, I always had that desire to, like, find the truth, and in the New Age, just, it was, as I pursued the truth and all these um, doctrines and all these practices, I felt more like a bigger void in my in myself and so um I'm gonna be a Christian in so in five days it's gonna be a year so that is super exciting yeah yeah I'm still um you know soaking in the bible I'm still learning and yeah I'm just praying to have my ears and my heart open to you know, to what the Lord, to his will and mm-hmm. surrendering every part of my life to him. Um, so, yeah, what what else? Oh. And then um, how you came to the church and right. then like what you're doing in the podcast. Right. So um, when I got saved, when I knew that Jesus was the way to God and I, I wanted to know more, I was... Um, researching like looking at testimonies so it's through calvary conversations mm-hmm. that i found this church what? um oh. yeah i Ooh. found the um interview with Stephen barn cars about the new age and and then i saw that it said oral valley and i was like that's pretty close to mm-hmm. to where i live and so i i came to one of the wednesday night services mm-hmm. and that was very special i i felt wel- welcomed um super quickly and it's just very encouraging to be surrounded by people who love the Lord um, in spirit and in truth mm. and and just seek Him um, every day. And so, yeah, I think this is a great opportunity to share more about what I've learned and kind of the dangers of the New Age or just being able to serve. Um, and I'm going to be... What am I going to do? I feel like I'm doing <laughs> she, she quite a bit do, of things. She do it all, too, <laughs> if she wants. But researcher, I is that what you're saying? I do research, yeah. 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 Research, and, and then... And she's also helping with cameras and audio. So yes. whenever right. we switch... Sure. And do. she does a great job. She was so excited last time. She yeah, was just like, she's like, push this button. Which is really good, because there's a lot... It's very yeah, difficult. Yeah, a I lot of people that, talking. So. Uh-huh, it was really fun. And I think also, as a new Christian, like, there were topics that for me were like so what is the biblical like I was so curious to know like what the biblical standpoint was on certain topics that at first I didn't want to know because I was like no like this is Mm. too controversial like maybe I don't have to like focus on that and and now and now here I am like working to help like pregnant women and I'm like Mm -hmm. you know in the middle of you know that work 
And so it's just interesting to see how the Lord's like, okay, no, but you're a- you're actually going to be like in the middle of, uh-huh. you know, the controversies. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like I can bring that like f- new, like, you know, what are the first things that people want to know yeah. or, you know, people want to learn or, mm. or are afraid to, to yes. look at yeah. or to research. Yeah, that's good. And you work yeah. with Laura Patterson, who is... Um, the head of our pro-life ministry here at Calvary Valley. So how's right. that? Yeah, it's good. I take the notes. <laughs> and yeah, I, I support I support her. Um, yeah, she has such a big heart for that mm-hmm. for that work. And so it's great to, mm. to be led by her. Amen. <laughs> that Amen. That's good. All right. A little speed round. We're going to have one fun fact about you. One of your favorite um, Bible verses or books of the Bible and or Bible character, whatever you want to say. And then um, if you have a favorite quote, you don't have to give one. Those are, these are, you guys were in a, weren't ready for this, but we're going to start oh. with Christian. <laughs> Fun fact about you. Um, so a lot of people don't know. I usually just say this because it's a shocker. You speak that, Spanish. Um, I speak Spanish and it's not because <laughs> I learned in high school. I'm like, the, the white one. <laughs> yeah, well, Mariah, I'm the white one too. So, <laughs> but I'm a hundred percent Puerto Rican. So yeah. you would never think, but I'm the, the white, the mm. whitest Puerto Rican. My mom thought I was born albino she was scared so she had actually yeah that's right christy said were you are you albino and i'm like no i can look into the light christy it was so genuine and i was still new and i was like oh my gosh i don't know but i love christy so it was like nothing but uh yeah so um if i i guess um favorite book of the bible um I don't think I have a favorite book, but I do have a favorite verse. So Romans 12, 2 is kind of been my life verse. Um, or it's do not conform to the patterns mm. of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can test and prove God's perfect, loving, pleasing will Amen. for your life. I know it's not verbatim, but um, for me, that has always been a reminder um, of that, you know, sometimes I get caught up in everything that's going on and um, I look at myself and I'm like, well, why am I not getting success? Like oh, I celebrate in people's success, but Lord, I don't have that same success. Yeah. I, I, I know I'm capable of doing this, but the opportunities never come for me to do those things. And so it just kind of has reminded me and even just kind of, I guess today, um, recently that how important it is just to really like what Chris was saying earlier, trusting God, yes. really seek him. And, you know, a lot of Christians say that you got to trust God, you got to seek him. But, wow. and so it kind of almost sounds like Christianese, but the reality is you need to seek the Lord. Amen. And mm-hmm. when you diligently pray and you diligently seek God's will, I mean, miracles happen, mm-hmm. things change. And it's not like the miracles that you see that people fake on the TV or we're going to have glitter in the, do- <laughs> in the in the docks. And, you know, like there's there are people that make in, in my view, sometimes they make a mockery of what the what, what the Bible preaches yeah. because they want a spectacle. Everybody says, well, we need to have works, you know, and, and and I think it goes beyond that. It's I guess for me, it's just being obedient amen right it's being diligent and running the race amen and that's a hard thing because in 
our the in our flesh and what in our reality we don't see what's going on spiritually we don't know how powerful our prayers are but you know to even just today mm. i've just was reminded how powerful prayer and specifically intercessory prayer Amen. is uh -huh. yep. um but mm. i mean i was i would love to share uh i oh. guess uh i guess briefly but um where there was a friend of my dad's a family friend that um this past week he was in the hospital and um you know he had a few strokes he was kind of on life support machine and in my mind i was just like lord please don't let him leave without him knowing mm -hmm. the gospel without yeah. having opportunity to hear but also accept you lord yeah and you know it was just on my heart on the week to keep praying and praying i talked to my dad because i was his friend and kind of looked up how do you minister to somebody who's who's dying and I would wake up middle of the night sometimes and it'd be like, pray for Patrick, pray for him. And in those, in that moment, you know, like fast forward, like my dad went, prayed and, you know, but yesterday he went again because he just felt like I need to go and see him. I need to just let him know the gospel. And when he was there, the doctors, he was already off the life support system. They said he was going to die and he wasn't, like what we say pendiente in Spanish, but like aware of what was going on. Mm. And that day he was up and awake, even though he couldn't talk, he was just like moving his hand and just so alive. And my dad was able to speak to him, to pray over him. And this morning I found out that he passed away. But my dad was like, I really do believe that he was uh, saved because he, as I was praying for him, he was in agreement with what he was praying over him. And I was just like, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy because mm. it was answer prayer for me that he would just have the opportunity, yeah. yet alone that he was basically unconscious and God just gave him an opportunity just to hear and to pray. And he kissed, even though they were divorced, but he kissed his wife, his uh, former wife's hand just out of gratitude that she was there every day faithfully to see mm. him. And that's where I just remember, Christian, your prayers matter. Your Amen. intercession matters. And that's where it says, don't conform to the pattern because mm. the, the world's going to tell you, give up. Yeah. But when you say, Lord, it's your will that people get saved. It's your will that uh -huh. people have a relationship, even mm -hmm. at their last breath. Uh -huh. That, to me, was yeah. a reminder, like a check. Like, Christian, you got to keep doing this. Amen. And so for me, that was just the a most amazing thing. But sorry to go into okay. story time, but... Yeah, it was Amen. part of my life verse. So fight the good fight. Amen. Amen. All right, Krista. No, that was good. I'm like, I'll just give you like three, and that's it. <laughs> um, what were the uh, favorite Bible characters, or uh, just like any like book or verse? Book okay, or verse. Speed round. Speed round. Speed. Um, Thirty seconds. Say <laughs> Psalm speed. twenty-three, twenty-three. <laughs> Psalm twenty-seven, thirteen, fourteen. Philippians one six. Um, uh, Isaiah sixty-one one. Those are like my top three, and then my favorite books of the Bible. Um, Daniel, um, hmm. what else? No oh really. gosh, I'm trying to think. Daniel, Hebrews, um, Galatians, Philippians, and there's another Old Testament one that I really love. Um, Leviticus. <laughs> yeah, Leviticus. <laughs> you are that's, reading numbers. That's the one. Oh, and Esther. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
such a time as this. Yeah, such a time <laughs> as this. I think those, those are like, I mean, I those love powerful ones. Bible, yeah, Daniel, like we were just in that on Wednesday night, and it's very prophetic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. book of prophecy and just yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But uh, okay, Christy. Okay, so I'm pulling it out. My favorite verse is Isaiah 26. Three to four, you will keep in perfect peace those mm. whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord Himself is the rock eternal. This is the NIV version, but um, mm. yeah, I feel like sometimes I can be very um, intellectual with the things that I'm learning, and that's that was like my prayer last week. I was like, Lord, like, okay, I want to know what you're teaching me right now. What mm. season am I am I in? Like, just asking all these questions, and I felt like. The Holy Spirit was like, I'm with you. Like, fix yeah. your eyes on me. And that's mm-hmm. all you need to do. Like, stop trying yeah. to, like, figure things out and lean on your own understanding. Um, just, like, trust me. Focus on me. And so, mm. yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's Amen. good. I love that. And I love you guys. And you. thank you yeah. so much for joining us on the podcast. You guys will see their beautiful faces a lot more on this podcast <laughs> and if you want to visit us in person you guys can come check out Cadbury Valley Church if you don't have a church home and you just come. can yeah just, just Chris, like please we're come. really great please just come yeah that. because we want that koinonia <laughs> fellowship and yes. even if you don't know the Lord and you're searching for the truth continue to watch these podcasts mm-hmm. um maybe start in the book of John and you please just come here like we can't like chris is saying you can't do it alone and the christian was saying that too and the same thing chris uh christy experienced it's like we need the body of christ right hebrews 10 25 that to not forsake the fellowship of believers believers. as some are in the habit of doing especially as the day of the lord approaches like christian saying Uh, people are dying and they don't know the truth and so we want to share the truth um in love here at calvary conversations yep jesus can come back right now so be ready ready. maranatha we're excited for his return but for those who don't know him we want you to have the opportunity to know him um so thank you so much for joining us on calvary conversations if you haven't already please make sure to like subscribe and share this video to your friends and family if you'd like to follow us on instagram wherever oh sorry if you'd like to follow us on instagram follow us on instagram at calvary conversations (laughs) i'm totally butchering this outro follow us wherever we got got a page listen to us (laughs) on spotify (laughs) guys are ruining my outro if you guys like to listen to us you guys can listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts. all the podcast platforms and also make sure to check out our new website which is out Ooh. now by now um right calvary uh, conversations yeah, it is <laughs> it will be it'll be calvaryconversations.com yeah. yeah and so. thank you christian for being the man of the house the room podcast <laughs> house I'm and I for well. <laughs> you Krista, for just helping me out so much and for you christy for being the kindest, sweetest, and so has the best smile. So we love you. Amen. And we love you guys. And we'll see you next week. God bless. Bye.